1: Welcome to another edition of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour, where we put the focus on retirement and how to get the most out of our financial lives. This show will focus on reducing risk, cutting fees, maximizing income, and ensuring you will make it to and through retirement with confidence in your plan. Your hosts are Jim Files and Dan Ahmed of Peak Financial Freedom Group. They are your go-to resource in Northern California for financial education and guidance. They are the authors of several successful books about financial planning, most recently Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Hanfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, which sold more than half a billion copies worldwide. Jim and Dan work exclusively with retirees and those of you nearing retirement. And today, they're going to help you sort through the complexities of the financial world and blaze a clear path ahead. And now, here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. This is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. You're here with
2: Dan Ahmed and Jim Files. This is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. We are the owners and founders of the Peak Financial Freedom Group, our company, focuses, specializes in working only with retirees and those people getting ready to retire in the near future. It's who we've worked with for years now. And we build customized written retirement income plans. We put everything about your money in writing different than what's happening to you right now. We know right now you get your statements and somehow you think your 401k statements, your IRA statements, your broker statements are your plan those are investment accounts, but they're not a plan. We create actual written plans and it's what, what we've done for a long time. It's the only thing we know that will reduce how much someone worries about their money. Jim and I are our local boys. Um, Jim grew up in Lincoln. I grew up in Fair Oaks. And we now live in the Northern California area where our main office is. We work with the clients all across the nation right now, but our focus is right here in the Sacramento Valley. You can listen to our podcasts. Um, that's all our previous episodes. You can go to the website. You also can go to YouTube. and. And see um, our TV shows that are recorded there, as well as the radio um, show. We actually film it so you can watch it while we're um, doing this radio show. And never hesitate to give us a call. Dial pound 250 in your cell phone and use the keyword money. If you have questions, if you need planning, if you've heard about us, if you've been referred to us, if you listen to the show for years, take that next step. Dial pound 250 in your cell phone and use the keyword money and get set up for an appointment so we can find out where you're at. And we'll just determine, can we help you? There's no obligation. There's no cost. If we design a plan for you, we're not going to put any obligation for you. You can take your plan with you, take it home, and you never have to do business with us. So just use your cell phone, dial pound 250 in your cell phone and use the keyword money. We'd be glad to help. Let's do a quick overview of what's going to happen on today's show. We're going to give you a quote of the week. We always like to do that. And then we're going to find out, are you in the retirement red zone? And if you are, what the heck does that really mean? We're going to talk about target date funds because they've been created in a way that makes them seem perfect for people using your form k but let's look at that. Um, let's look at the retirement of yesterday versus what is the retirement of today? Meaning, you know, is your retirement the same as your father's and mother's retirement? How about what's happening to social security? And that kind of ties in with retirement crisis on the horizon. And then if we have time, we'll try to cover a section of what it's really like to work with our firm to put together a plan.
1: And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week.
3: Well, here's a good quote. It's from Jim Rohn. Uh, Jim Rohn was a renowned American entrepreneur. He's an author and he's a motivational speaker. And he says in his quote, to solve any problem, here are three questions to ask yourself. First, what could I do? Second, what could I read? And third, who could I ask? You know, if you put it in terms of a retirement. And if you're sitting there right now listening to us, what could you do right now? Well, if you're getting close to retirement, you better think about working with an advisor, we believe, that specializes in retirement planning so that you know what to do. Secondly, what you could read. Well, there's lots of things you can read on in, uh, about finances. You can go to the internet, you can buy books. But again, we're very specialized at our firm. You can go to our website. We have a great library. Uh, we do a 13-segment uh, series of shows Uh, On television, it's a 30 minute show, runs 13 different times. We talk about case studies, we talk about markets, we talk about investments, we talk about what you need to do as a retiree, not just an investor, but as a retiree. And third, Rowan says, Who could I ask? Well, you can ask those that are experts in their field. And we believe uh, and we can conclude that we are experts. Uh, We have a national firm. That uh, basically um, has hired Dan and I, we are mentors and coaches to a group of over 10,000 financial advisors to train them on how retirees should be positioned to make sure they have the best opportunity that their plan is going to work out in retirement, Dan.
2: Well, I'm going to take what you just said from Jim Roman. I'm going to make it into the peak mode and the, the peak quote. So the three things then the questions I would ask would be, if I'm you listeners, will I succeed or fail in a worst case scenario? I think that's the number one thing you have to look at right now at this point in your life. Will I succeed or fail in a worst case scenario? The second thing I look at would be then, um, does my current financial advisor give me a high probability of success in a worst case scenario, okay? Those are the first two. And then the third's going to be, in a worst case scenario, will I be able to live my retirement and my dreams? So all three of those questions are telling you what we believe you should plan for. You should always plan at retirement for a worst case scenario because if the worst case scenario works, Jim, what's the worst case scenario?
3: Well, it's going to work. You're going to succeed. That's right. So
2: you have to plan a worst case scenario. And then if it was better than that, of course, you're going to be happy. But if you follow those three things, I think that's like a cool way to make sure you're planning your retirement. I think that leads us right into then what we always talk about. And that is, are you in the retirement red zone? And what the heck does that mean? It can mean a couple of different things, but the retirement red zone really is five years before you retire and the first 10 years after you retire. And if you're really conservative, it could be 10 years before you retire and 10 years after you retire. But we really take it conservative and say, it should be the five years before you retire and all the way through retirement. Because if you're in the red zone, five years before you retire and all the way through retirement, what does your focus need to be? Because it no longer can be unlimited risk, trying to be very aggressive, get the highest rates of return. What do you have to do five years before you retire and all the way through retirement?
3: You better protect your assets because again, with our client base, they're getting ready to retire or they're retired. I'll give you a good example. And let's just assume you went back to 2000 and you retired. You had a million dollars in your portfolio, you're really excited, you'd meet with your broker. He tells you you could take out 5% in income distributions, you could live a great life, and you can leave as much or more money when you die every million dollars to your beneficiaries. Well, you believe them, you're happy. Uh, you retire on January 1st, 2000. If you actually followed that scenario, after three years, we had three years of market losses where the S&P 500 went down three consecutive years. And let's assume you were invested in the market. That means you had less than half of your money going into year four, which means you've spent over half your money between income distributions and losses. So, and if you follow that theory again, in 2007, eight, and nine, we had another period of time where the market went down again, close to 50% or more. And if you followed that same line of thought, that same investor that retired in 2000, if they took out 5% in income distributions by year, year 2014, they would have been out of money if they had invested just in the market. So it's really important to understand these red zones and how to position your assets correctly. If you're soon to be retired or retired, because you cannot afford a large loss or you could run out of money, Dan. Well, it simply comes
2: down to what we always discuss. And that is that there's two stages of money retirement planning. That's really what you're talking about. The two stages are one, before you get to the red zone, before five years, before retirement, then when you're working, you have a lot of time on your side, you can be as aggressive as you want with your money because you have time on your side, you're investing money, your dollar cost averaging, you don't need the assets, frankly, everything's fine. But once you get into this red zone, you have to completely change what your focus is and what your priorities are because now the number one focus is to make sure you do not suffer large loss during this time period and you use the assets to create as high a level of dependable income that won't run out for as long as you live. And it's that simple, think about it eliminate large losses and create the highest level of income that will last for as long as you live. And if you do, you will have a lot higher probability of success during retirement red zone. If you do not do those two things, you will have a significantly lower probability of success during retirement red zone. So if you're five years away from retirement or in retirement, you better be focusing on those things. That's what will allow you to be able to have what you've always dreamed about when it came to retirement. And that is a success retirement. Why did you save all this money? for the last 20, 30 or 40 years, it wasn't to worry about it. And right now you're probably worrying about your money more now than you ever worried about it. And it should be the opposite. You should worry less. But the big thing is you probably don't have a plan right now. And that's why you worry. And you probably are taking too much risk and you know that. And you probably don't have a plan that's going to provide you a predictable amount of income that's going to allow you to achieve all of your budget goals on a monthly basis for as long as you live. And that's what scares the heck out of you. So if you are worried about those things, simply dial pound 250 in your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 in your cell phone and say the keyword money. Jim, a lot of people that are still working and even if they retired, they have relied on a certain type of asset that has been made to feel conservative with minimal risk. And that's called the target date fund. And a lot of people with their 401ks, they don't understand their 401ks. And they've been provided this option that will allow them to invest in a target date fund that just seems like it's what they should do. But if you go back to 1978 and Congress passed the laws to create 401ks, in um, the tax code, which basically allowed corporations to get rid of pensions and instead replace them with lower costs to them. 401Ks where the employees now have to start saving their own money. They might've gotten a match, but they still had to save their own money. And that means they have to now invest their 401Ks prudently and properly to have them grow. So there's enough assets left in them so by the time they retire, they can generate enough income, but people just don't know how to do that. And you look at most employees, they work 40, 50, 60, 80 hours a week or they own their own business. They don't really have a lot of experience in investing. Um, and instead they've gravitated towards something that just seemed less risky, which is a target date fund. Something that seemed like it would give them great rates of return, which is a target date fund. is something that they were told they really didn't have to worry about, which is a target date fund. But we just don't think, People should be fooled into thinking these funds are right for them just because they're told they're right for you because of a certain age. It's almost like they're saying, "Okay, a target date fund 2030 is perfect for you because you're going to retire in 2030. That's not necessarily the case. Why don't you talk about performance of these things?
3: Well, first of all, just make sure everybody understands what the target date fund is. If you have a retirement plan, a 401k or a 403b. Um, at your employer, uh, often if and not always, they have target date funds. Well, a target date fund means that if you're 50 and you retire at 60, that's 10 years. Your target date will be 10 years from that date. So, if you're if it's 2024, your target date would be uh, 2034 in my example. So, if you look at the last five years of performance from the largest issue issuer of Target Date Funds, I won't mention the name, but it's the largest fund manager in North America that provides these Target Date Funds inside of your 401k plan. For the last five years, a 2025 Target Date Fund, so let's say you you picked this 2025 t- uh, Target Date Fund five years ago, it has a minus 6.1% rate of return. In other words, you're down 6.1% after five years. If you picked a 2030 Target Date Fund, you're down minus 2.5% over the last five years. If you picked a 2035 target date fund, you're down minus 1.8% over the last five years. If you picked a 2040 fund, you're up a quarter of a percent. And the reason they illustrate this is because you might be looking at your target date fund, which is your 401k investment, and you think it's going up in value. Yes, because you're making contributions. I just gave you three out of four years, you would have had a loss over the last five years, but your target date fund is going up, not because because... because you had returns, it's because you were making contributions of your own money. Definitely, and target date funds, especially the ones that are
2: shorter, like the 2025, 2030, 2035, they'll have a significant portion of bonds in those funds. And there might be mid and long-term bonds in those funds, which that would be typical because the target date funds are based on old school philosophy of diversification, which is you have the stocks, you have the bonds, and it's okay to have long-term bonds. Well, these funds have done so bad, mainly because of the bond portion of the portfolio, because the stock market, S&P is up 52% for the last five years. Well, you have a target date fund in 2020 down 6%. It makes no sense. It's because the bonds got killed. So the portfolios are really old school when it comes to how these things were designed. And people just don't understand because they're, they're like, okay, my 401k is offering this. I read all the literature. It sounds like this is a conservative investment and it fits my investment time horizon. Well, everything lines up other than how it actually works. yeah, Everything lines up perfectly. It's kind of like the religious joke where um, it says man or uh, a woman makes plans and God laughs. It's kind of like that, you know? here's the target date fund. And then you have to laugh because it has not necessarily worked the way that it's planned. Well, let's look at some of the things that really concern us about target date funds. And um, one of the things is really the lack of customization because they're trying to make everyone fit into this one peg, as long as you're going to retire in 2025 or 2030. And we just don't think that fits. Fees can be fairly high inside of these plans without even knowing it. So we got to make sure that's taken into consideration. The investment control is not there because... You're just saying, hey, I'm retiring there, buy and hold, leave it in there. And we just don't believe that. You just talked about the unpredictable um, returns, which makes it, I think, a very, very, very painful lesson for a lot of people to learn is that, is, you know, what can really happen. And when you talk about then looking at, What could happen to someone if you lose 6% over the last five years, and you'd plan to make 6% per year over those five years, what's happened to their projections for retirement?
3: Well, you're down 30%, right? And your plan probably isn't going to work the way you thought it was going to work. But the beauty about these target date funds, this is a beauty. If you're 59 and a half or older, if you're employed you can move out of that target date fund. If you wanted to work with a firm like ours, you, we could move it to our management. We move it into IRA into an IRA. There is no tax ramifications. You can continue to be employed, continue to make contributions to your 401k plan, but we can move that out and give you all kinds of different choices, Dan. And that's well, say, the beauty about it. Say that
2: it. again, because I think what you just talked about was the most important thing. You're saying people can move their 401k out to an IRA on a tax deferred basis, no pay any tax now, right. at 59 and a half from their current... 401K, not their past 401Ks, but their current 401Ks, you're saying they can move that tax-free, tax free over into the new IRA and invest the money anywhere they want.
3: That's the beauty because when we're doing a full retirement plan, if you or your spouse is 59 and a half years or older, we can start moving those assets and give you all kinds of alternatives, start to build an income plan a risk reduction plan for you so that you do have an opportunity to make sure that you can make the goals of your, of your retirement plan.
2: Well, and I think one of the big keys is people don't have to worry about their money as much because right now, how many people really like, really like their formal k plan? And I'd say very few people. Right. I think most people, you know, they don't like it because they don't understand it or they're not given the proper options because their option is, buy and hold, hang in there, write it out, everything will be okay. And their option is, to basically hope, hang on for dear life. You know, you know that one poster that shows, you know, the the cat on the um, drape oh, yeah. that says, hang in there, baby. Yeah. That's what they have to do. So imagine yeah. you're told, hang in there, baby. How does that cat feel? What if that cat is you and you're trying to hang in there and make sure you don't suffer a big loss between now and the time you retire in the next couple of years? You're fearful. You can't sleep. You're worried about everything. And the goal then is to put you in a position where you don't have to worry about those types of things, right?
3: That's exactly right. Because if you have that target date fund or any type of 401k plan right now, You likely don't understand it. If you did, you probably would have changed it. But if you do change it, what are your options within a 401k plan? They're very, very limited. And number three, because you don't have a plan in place, you don't know where to put the money. So again, working with a firm like ours or others that do exactly what we do, if you can find that type of firm, is in your best interest so that you can have different alternatives so that you have the opportunity to make sure you put a plan in place that's going to allow you to succeed in retirement.
2: Just give us a call at pound 250 in your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 in your cell phone and say the keyword money.
1: Schedule your free confidential consultation today by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword money. That's pound 250, keyword money.
0: Even with inflation, eating at home is often cheaper than dining out. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Food costs are up for everyone these days, and when you get sticker shock at the grocery store, you may be tempted to consider dining out more often. But think again. Prices are up at restaurants, too. Chef David Burke recently told CNBC some of the reasons why.
1: Now, changing the menu, not one menu, but printing menus every day. Paper goods are through the roof, too. Gloves that we wear in the kitchen are through the roof. So there's a lot of deep fryer oil, the oil that goes into the deep fryers, which we don't really look at. We always look at the protein prices. Uh, that all of those little uh, all of those ancillary things are through the roof with, with pricing.
0: Energy costs are also having an impact on restaurants. Not only have they driven up the price of shipping food from producers, but gas prices are driving up labor costs as well. Burke said employees who live farther away from restaurants are asking for pay increases to offset the increased cost of driving in every day. So cooking at home will still be cheaper than dining out in most cases. Many large and local grocery stores offer discounts for seniors, but if you're not able to drive, you can also order groceries online and have them delivered directly to you. If you do decide to dine out, say for a special occasion, try to find a restaurant that offers senior discounts. So, have you thought about cutting back on dining out? It's a key question to consider, and it's one of the 23 retirement cost cutters for 2023. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure.
1: Money questions, money answers. You're listening to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour.
2: You know how they talk about, you know, this isn't like your father's or mother's thing. Well, your retirement is not going to be anything close to your mother's or father's retirement or your grandmother's and grandfather's retirement. It's just not. So you can't prepare the same way. If you're getting ready to retire, already retired, you gotta make some major changes typically to increase your chance of success in retirement. We gotta make sure you are in a position of true success. Um, I think a couple of things have changed and you have to take all these things into consideration. Number one is changing retirement ages. It all depends on what your plan is. You could already be retired. You could be 55 looking at retiring at 60 or 65. You could be 62 looking at retiring at 65. You could be 62 looking at retiring at 62. So we have to take those into consideration. And the only way you can know when you can retire And if it's proper for you to retirement, meaning everything is going to work, is it going to be successful, is to design an actual full retirement income plan that'll show everything about your money in writing, the risk, the fees, where the income is going to come from, your taxes. All these things have to be summarized and put together so you can understand them and see them and then say, yes, I feel comfortable that based on a budget, I'm going to have more net income after taxes than I need to pay for my budget. Now, if you just do that, you have a budget and we can create a plan that'll give you more net income then your budget, you're going to have a successful retirement, Jim.
3: And also, Dan, that is so important because life expectancies are completely different now than they were 50 years ago or 75 years ago. Because now, if you're married, there's a good chance one of you are going to live into their 90s. Whether you think, it, think that's true or not, it's the data. So you have to make sure that you are planning correctly right now because a lot of people say, well, well I'm going to die at 80 or I'm going to die at 82. Well, you don't know that. You could live, again, the statistics say if you're married right now, if you're 60 years old, you are going, one of you, are going to live into your 90s. So but you better
2: have. If, but if they tell us that, if they say that client come in two weeks ago so, um, before Christmas time. They said, I'm going to die at 85. I yeah. said, OK, you sure? He said, yeah, give me the exact date and I'll make your plan out to right. make sure you run out of money that date. And he wasn't willing to give me that date. I wonder why.
3: Yeah, because he's in the back of his mind. He says, what if, right? What if, what if, what if? So when we design plans, we're designing plans so that you live to 100. Your plan's going to work for you. You're going to have the income there necessary to make sure you maintain your style of living. Because in the olden days, You know, you had a pension but no longer. Many companies don't have pensions. So what they've given you is a 401k that you're supposed to contribute to, but you have risk with that. That income coming out of your 401k, if it's just in a 401k or investment, is not guaranteed like a pension would have been. So you are at risk right now as a pre-retiree or retired person, unless you figure out how to design your own pension, Dan.
2: Well, pensions, as we talk about many, many times, they've declined drastically simply because in 1978, the 401ks, like you talked about, were created. Well, when people come in right now, I would say there might be one out of 20 that have substantial pensions. That means 19 out of 20 people or couples don't have substantial pensions. That means 19 out of 20 people, their number one goal is to create a high level of dependable income that will mimic, that'll act just like a pension because they know most likely Social Security probably won't be enough. So we have to create income off their assets that's going to give them enough income, hopefully help them keep pace with inflation and design pension income. The only time people are unhappy, they don't have a pension is the day they retire. And they wish they would have worked for an organization, a federal government, a city or state government, or some organization had a pension because they now have $2 million and they wonder how in the heck am I going to use this $2 million to create from my formal game money to create income that's going to add on to my social security that will give me enough money net after taxes to pay for my budget and let me do all the traveling and fun things I want to do. And they have no idea how to accomplish that.
3: Well, the beauty, Dan, is that people can create their own pensions, even if you don't have a pension, right? And the question you can ask yourself is ask yourself right now if you are single or if you're married and you're planning on retire, retiring or you're retired, would you want a pension? If you do, there's ways to do it. There's ways that you can build your own commercial pension with your own money. Where you have no market risk and you have the ability to have guaranteed lifetime income for as long as you, and if you're married, as long as your spouse lives, you can do that with some of your money, which is the beauty. There's Definitely. opportunities out there.
2: Well, and, and I think that's why the key is you have to do a budget first, though, because people say, "Well, I don't need a pension." You need to figure out do you need a pension. So you do your budget, and let's say your budget comes up and you're married and it's ten thousand dollars a month. You should have a small house payment, travel, everything. It's ten thousand. Well, that's ten thousand after taxes. Mm-hmm. So that means you probably need about thirteen thousand dollars of gross income to that 10,000, that means you need to make about 160 grand right. of gross income. So let's say you're bringing in 70 grand of Social Security income between you. That means you're short. How are you going to make up that $90,000 off of your portfolio? And then is there going to be a high probability that money won't run out based on how that portfolio performs? And you can now start to define how much of that $90,000 do you want on a maybe basis by investing in the market because there's no guarantees there, or how much of that $90,000 of excess income do you want on a guaranteed basis? And I would say most people say they want the vast majority of that other $90,000 they need on a guaranteed basis, which means they're saying, just like what you said, they want pension income. So you then have to use a chunk of their $2 million of assets to put into another type of asset that will give them that $90,000 of income guaranteed for as long as they live.
3: Yeah. The beauty about these guaranteed income uh, programs that we're talking about here, they're very specific financial instruments. Um, They actually, if you compare that to what you can safely take out of a portfolio in the form of withdrawals and retirement, and by the way, the safe withdrawal rate, you probably heard of the 4% rule. It's really the 3% rule, which means you can take your portfolio, do it yourself. You got $2 million, you take 3%. That's $60,000 a year, and you have the probability of 95% you won't go broke. You still could run out of money, right? But with these guaranteed income products, they will actually pay you double or even more of that on a guaranteed income basis. So you need less money to generate a lot more income, Dan.
2: I no, definitely. We just did a couple examples. One client came in, they're 65, and they had $2 million of assets. We created a plan where they're going to take out about $150,000 of income out per year for the rest of their life. That's a yep. 7.5% pound pay- just by using the right types of plans. And if that's the type of plan that would interest you, please dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. Pound 250 on the cell phone and say the keyword money. We'll be glad to help.
1: Tumble out a bit and the and the
2: blood- all right, Jim, why don't we talk about something that we're all told The entire time we're saving for retirement that we should try to use once we get close to retirement in retirement. And that is what's called the trusted 60-40 investment strategy, which means you invest 60% of your money in stocks and you invest 40% of your money in bonds. And guess what? Everything's going to work out wonderfully. The problem is, if you look at what happened in 2022, that 60% stock, 40% bond portfolio probably lost close to 25%. And if you lose 25% at this point in your life in retirement, what's going to happen? And how does that 60-40 portfolio look going
3: forward? Well, again, going back to 2022, if you had, take Vanguard or Fidelity, great firm, right? Um, If you had a 60-40 portfolio, you were down north of 20% which means if you retired, you're not only down 20% in 2022, you also took money out of your portfolio. We don't believe that 60-40 portfolio is going to work the same way in the future because of just what happened in 2022, because markets do kind of repeat themselves. So what we do when we develop a portfolio, um, we can design a portfolio whereby you have substantially less risk than that 60-40. As an example, if you have a 60-40 portfolio, um, your risk factor right now, if we have an outside third party company do this analysis for you, which we do, um, that service will tell you you have a 38.4% uh, risk factor, which means if the stock market goes down by 50%, you're going to lose about 38% of your money. Well, that's fine if you're 30 or 40 years of age because you have time on your side and you have less money. But when you're in 60s and 70s, you start to lose 30 or 40% of your money and you're drawing income off those assets, it can become devastating. What we're doing with our firm, and you've heard us talk about this um, on our shows often, uh, we believe in a golden rule of 5 to 10%, which means we don't want you to take more than 10% risk, not 40%, but 10% risk. And ideally, we like you to be within that 3 to 5% risk factor, which means if the market goes down by 50, rather than losing 38% of your money in a 60-40 portfolio, maybe you're down 3 to 5% in a portfolio that we would design with different asset classes. And by doing that, yes, you would still have a loss as I'm doing this comparison. But if you're down 3 to 5%, the market's down 50%, and a 60-40 portfolio down 38%, you're going to feel pretty comfortable. And more importantly, Dan, the income plan is going to work for them.
2: Definitely. You know, that sixty forty portfolio, we've been talked into the fact that that's good. In fact, when a lot of people go and they meet with their advisors, they say, oh, don't worry. You have a sixty forty portfolio. It's exactly what you should be in. Well, that's so old school. It's like moldy. It's so old school. It's moldy. And you don't want to be in a moldy portfolio right now. And everyone who had that type of portfolio saw that it caused them a lot of pain and it's not going to be what we feel will work moving forward. So the goal is to make sure you have an actual portfolio that's positioned for your success. And if you're worried about how your assets are invested or this sounds familiar and you need some help, simply dial pound 250 in your cell phone and use the keyword money, that's pound 250 and use the keyword money, we can help you. Our typical client has between a million $5 million of portfolio assets saved, not including the real estate. And we can build really good plans that will be based on risk reduction, income creation that we think will provide you a high level success. And people always want to know, you know, what's it really like to work with us? Um, We work with you the exact same way we talk on the radio in that we're going to focus on certain things. Number one, on you, what does a successful retirement look like for you? And sometimes people don't know. So the first step is to create the budget. So we're going to work on helping you create a budget. And the budget is what our target's going to be because we know a successful retirement is to create income that will exceed your budget. And if you can do that, you have a high probability of having successful and happy retirement. Then we want to find out about you, what makes you tick, what you want to do at retirement, what you want to do for your family, what you want to do as far as legacy planning, what you want to make sure as far as if you're married, um, as far as how much protection your spouse has, all those things are part of it. Um, and find out what the goals are, what your vision is for retirement. And we have to find out what you have, what kind of income sources you have right now. How much is that going to give you um, as far as compared to your budget? And we do these things that allows us to start creating a plan. And what we do is different than what we found anybody else in this area does. And that is we create a full written, customized, comprehensive retirement income plan, everything in writing. We're gonna show you how much risk you currently are taking and then we're gonna show you how much risk your new plan has in writing. We're gonna show you the current fees you're paying, the fees you see and the indirect fees you don't see. And we're gonna show you before you enact our plan, what your fees and your indirect fees are gonna be with our firm. We're going to show you how much income you're going to receive and where those income sources are going to come from. We're going to show you how much tax you're going to pay. We're going to show you what your net income is going to be. And we're going to show you also how much money you could potentially leave to your beneficiaries. And if we do all those things, Jim, put in writing, not obligate you to become a client, we're going to give you this plan for free. Then you get to decide if you become our client or not. And people always think we're crazy. They're like, why would you do it that way? Well, because then more people become our clients because we never put one ounce of pressure on these people.
3: the key to this is that we're not talking about right now how to invest your money. We have to build a plan. The plan will tell you and us how you should invest your money. What everybody else does, they're going to just invest your money, but that's not a plan. That's just a portfolio. We believe that in order to have the greatest success in retirement, you have to have a comprehensive income plan, tax plan, and legacy plan in place before you put one product or one investment inside of a portfolio. So, Again, if you like what you hear in this show, all you have to do is call pound 250 and say the keyword money. We'd be happy to talk with you.
1: Investment advisory services are offered through Fiduciary Solutions LLC, a California registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through PFFG Insurance Agency, LLC, California. Insurance license number 0N14013. Dan Ahmed, California insurance license number 0732913. And Jim Files, California insurance license number 0F06511.
4: The rise of women's sports has just broken through another glass ceiling. I'm Jim Tarabocchio with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by Amerilife. The first week of 2024 saw the debut of the highly anticipated Professional Women's Hockey League. And a senior vice president of hockey operations for the PWHL, Jana Hereford, told CBC Sports, the impact is large.
0: I think it's just so impactful from a women's hockey perspective, from a women's sport perspective, and from a societal perspective. I have daughters and I have a son. And my son sits and watches the Women's World Cup with me and he knows these female players and he doesn't see them as female players, he sees them as athletes.
4: The creation of the league came out of a 2023 merger of the Premier Hockey Federation and Professional Women's Hockey Players Association, split down the middle with three teams in America and Canada respectively. The PWHL held its first-ever game on January 1st at Toronto's Mattamy Athletics Athletic Centre and drew a sellout crowd of 2,537 fans. Additionally, sellouts are expected for games in Ottawa, Montreal, and Minnesota. Meanwhile, the NHL has kicked in with logistical and operational support but are not part of the financial process. The league instead will rely predominantly on ticket sales and newly completed regional media deals with the likes of MSG Networks, Bally Sports North in the U.S., TSN and RTL, RDS, and Sportsnet in Canada as financial generators within the next couple of years. For the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Jim Tarabokia.